Thanks for listening to Metadoc, a podcast where we talk to documentary filmmakers about the films they've made. It's a documentary podcast about documentaries. We're coming to you with some special episodes from the Chagrin Documentary Film Festival. Let's go. Of Medicine and Miracles chronicles the story of Dr. Carl June as he pursues a groundbreaking treatment for the deadly disease leukemia. The film also follows the story of a young leukemia patient named Emily Whitehead and her parents, Tom and Carrie. As Dr. June searches for a breakthrough treatment, young Emily's leukemia diagnosis alters the lives of her and her family, and their stories become intertwined. Of Medicine and Miracles is an emotional portrayal of the human spirit, and as its title implies, it's a story of hope and the miracles of modern medical science. The film's director, Ross Kaufman, is a director and cinematographer. Kaufman won an Academy Award for the documentary Born into Brothels, which he co-directed in 2005. His feature-length documentaries E-Team and Tigerland, among others, have also received critical acclaim. Of Medicine and Miracles premiered at the Tribeca Film Festival in June of 2022. This is our conversation with Ross Kaufman. Ross Kaufman, welcome to Metadoc from the Chagrin Documentary Film Festival. Thank you for being here. Thank you. I will start from the beginning, as you do. How did this story come to you? The story came to me via a New York Times article in 2011. And it's the same article that's actually in the film uh, with Dr. June and talking about this incredible uh, T-cell therapy that he's involved in. I actually had a three-minute film that I was commissioned to make. You know, about anything I wanted to make it. Um, and I decided this was a pretty great story. So my producer, Robin Honan, and I went about getting access to this story. So we called Penn Medicine. They said they loved the idea, but they couldn't say yes right away. And they couldn't say why they couldn't say yes right away. So we kept calling back every two weeks and they were very excited, but they still couldn't say yes. It took about eight months just for a three-minute film. And the people who commissioned the film kept on saying, Ross, can't you come up with a different idea? Like, this is ridiculous. We want to get this done. And I thought it was a pretty great story, I thought. And about eight months later, we finally they, they finally granted us permission. And at that point, it was 2012, October, I think. And we started filming. We filmed just a couple of days for this three minute film. The film is called Fire with Fire. Um, might be a spoiler alert if you see the three minute film. And that three minute film ended up getting over 25 million hits, helping raise literally billions of dollars for cancer research. About three or four years later, the idea of a feature film kept on sort of coming back. And then at a certain point, it just seemed right. So in 2016, we started really considering it and we started this film in 2017. It's difficult to tell as I'm watching it without knowing how long you were actually in production. It was my sense that you were doing a lot of storytelling about something that had already happened in the past. I don't know all of your films, but I think that's a little different than what you typically do. Yeah, I mostly do. Um, verite films what's called verite films where you're literally following the action you're filming as the story's transpiring this film was different in that 
it had taken place in the past. And I was a little bit frightened of that. Um, I was thinking, what am I going to show? How am I going to show it? Now, I had to, I had an idea of having narrative of Dr. June um, since he was a child and all the twists and turns that his his life took and his career took that brought him to this place where he came up with this revolutionary therapy. And the other strand would be Emily's story, which is from the moment she was diagnosed and her parents, all the twists and turns that they took to get to this moment where she and Dr. June, their paths collided. And, and I'll just say it, they changed the face of cancer therapy as we know it. I was a little bit afraid. I was, <laughs> I was, I was afraid, like, how am I going to tell this story? And it was really uh, daunting. I could sort of see it. And I just felt like if I could figure out how to go back and forth and back and forth and what to see, I just felt like they were two very powerful stories that I loved. You have an extraordinary personality in Dr. June. He is, I mean, you hate to generalize all doctors are not the same, but by virtue of what they do, they are typically very protective of their emotions and not particularly generous with their emotions in interview settings. And I don't know if it's a testament to your skill or a testament to who just, you know, Dr. Carl June is as a person. He fills the space. He fills the frame with who he is. So I appreciate that. This is, you know, this is one of those moments where, I'm, well, how much do we talk about in a podcast? Because, um, but I, I think it's, listen, it's worth saying, and you can edit it out if you want. Um Dr. Jean's incredible, just a beautiful, beautiful person. And I'm not sure if I ever told him this story, but when we decided to look into uh, doing a film about Dr. June, and when we decided to try to get access, right? So we spent eight months getting access. I started to think, oh, let's watch. There must be some interviews of Dr. June online, because all I did was read articles. And so I looked online. There were these MSNBC interviews and different interviews by different news outlets. And he wasn't that captivating let's just put it that way he was it was tough i i looked at what i i i was watching him and he was like what you just described a doctor who didn't really go there and i thought what have i gotten myself into and again my producers talked me down from the ledge and said ross let's just get on the phone with him so we got access we got on the phone with him we did a pre-interview on the phone and during that pre-interview he was amazing. There are two words he had said on the pre-interview on the phone when I asked him, I said, what are you trying to do here? And he just paused and he said, cure cancer. And I had never heard someone say that seriously in my life. And it blew me away. I thought, if I get that phrase as the first line in my movie, that's, that's it, right? He says it in the film, we're trying to cure cancer. He says, it's hard to say that. It's hard to sometimes think that you might actually succeed. Exactly. And so I asked him when I first sat down, you know, we first sat down, I said, all right, tell me what you're trying to do here. And he comes up with this long-winded answer, T-cell therapy, da, 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 and then it went on for two minutes. And, you know, you don't want to interrupt someone the first question. And then I just threw a Hail Mary. And that's when I yelled at him from behind the camera. And I said, why is it so hard for you to say you're trying to cure cancer? And he had that beauty. So that Hail Mary for me as a filmmaker um, worked out. You know, he's an incredible person and it's throwing caution to the wind sometimes when you're filmmaking and just just going for it. You do a great job of intertwining Dr. June's story 
and with a young leukemia patient named Emily Whitehead. Did Dr. June suggest Emily's story to you? How did you stumble across Emily's story? So going back to that eight-month window where we inquired about doing film without permission, during that eight-month window, that's when Emily's treatment happened. We didn't shoot the scenes in the hospital, CHOP, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. They shot the scenes of Emily in the hospital getting the actual treatment. Um, CHOP, Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, approached Tom and Carrie about filming that day. Carrie, rightfully so, said, no, I don't want to, you know, my daughter might die on injection of these cells. I do not want to film this. And Tom, as you'll see in the movie, has a sixth sense, to say the least. Um, and he, he just said, no, let's film this because this is going to make history. So they filmed that. And then once we... That once that eight months went by um, and we got permission, that's when within, you know, within a few conversations, we knew that Tom and Carrie were both straight up. Um, they weren't looking for anything other than to tell this incredible story to help further the research um, about T-cell therapy and to help fund it, really. Even that, I mean, there were so many... I digress, but there were so many twists and turns in just the, in terms of the making of this film. You know, there's a lot of there's, it's all about twists and turns and taking the left turn instead of a right turn. And when it came to the film and what Dr. June went through to get to the point where he had to and what the whiteheads, you know, all the twists and turns they had to take. But similarly, the filmmaking took these twists and turns. Yeah, it kind of gives you the sense that it was meant to be. Yeah, somewhat. Yeah. If you believe in such things. Well, I think that's part of what the film is about, right? Yeah. Ross Kaufman, thank you for joining us on Metadoc from the Chagrin Documentary Film Festival. Thank you. Appreciate it. You can watch Ross Kaufman's three-minute film, Fire with Fire, at filmforward.com. It's the short that served as the basis for the future of Medicine and Miracles. But be warned, it contains spoilers. Of Medicine and Miracles will screen both in person and online as part of the Chagrin Documentary Film Festival. The in-person festival takes place October 5th through the 9th, and the online on-demand festival runs October 9th through the 16th. Please visit chagrinfilmfest.org for complete information. Metadoc is written, produced, and edited by me, Jeff Yaw.